again man well another episode of the gentleman's lounge man back with some heat man so stay tuned but you already know sponsored by first and foremost our people over at uh sovereign brands you know we got the bel-air rose and the bel-air lux if you ain't tried it already man definitely go try that but uh you got your boy the jay jones aka jared over here man you got less it's more bald ass less what's up y'all Got Han Sophina on the one and only. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And Dope. happy to be back as Dr. Yeah. Mac and Dr. Angel. Oh, Ace yeah, Bass. yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> She's back. Uh, back man. Number She's two. Back. She's we, back. We, we brought back a favor from last season, man. We we listened to the people. They they really enjoyed your episode. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So we, we, had, we had to bring you back. There's, there's a lot that has changed, mm -hmm. a lot that has happened. So uh, Things have changed. You've yeah. been cooking. You've been, you, you've yeah. been in the kitchen cooking. Like, kind of catch... I guess catch the viewers, uh, catch the fans, everybody up on like what you've been working on, what projects you've been working on lately. You know what? Damn, I got the keys to the city. So. Ah, <laughs> I love this city absolutely. Since the last time I've been here, been doing a lot. My company, Pretty, has grown substantially. We're doing some work with some girls in Jamaica shout at the end out, of the year. Shout out. Yeah, so we enjoying that, and of course. Uh, your uh, city treasurer of Chicago thought that maybe she would bring on the first community psychologist to kind of work in this city. So I am yeah. your assistant huh. city treasurer of the best city in the world. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She would love to come. And, and for those that didn't see the episode that episode. you were on, it's shame on y'all if y'all have it. Mm. Um, <laughs> kind of walk them through what your specialty is. That way they don't that way they don't think we full of crap. When we oh, about yeah, stuff. you guys did good. Yeah. So I am a community psychologist and I specialize in how African-American women communicate about sex and reproductive health and the correlations between our mother and daughter trauma and all of that good stuff. So from that, started a nonprofit, a CPS partner, an author, Black Women, Sex, and the Lies Our Mothers Told Us. Mm. You know, Amazon Bezos them said number 21 book mm. for black women. Ooh, so I've been digging that. Expanding at the end of the year because we got some stuff coming up in 2024. Mm, don't oh, forget yeah. about the little people. You know, we're going to make sure that people can actually catch you on the uh, on the YouTube channel, man. We're going to make sure we uh, post uh, your page. Tags, so you thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. I appreciate that. But I, I think we just need to hop right into it because <sighs> last week's episode, <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we, we played this game called Tonight's Conversation. <laughs> and um, there was a converse, there was a question about submitting or women submitting to men. That word. And... Um, we, there was a trigger there, word. Yeah, trigger, it, trigger. Was, it was. There was a lot of um, a lot of uh, women in the comment section mm -hmm. of of the of the post, and they were just like, "Why? Why do? Why do? It's twenty twenty three. Why do men feel like women need to submit to them?" And they, I think they all took it kind of the wrong way. So let's first and foremost, let's start out like, what what is your idea or what what is your your thoughts on? Men submitting. To well, shout out to the well, women shout, submitting. Shout to out men. to the people that, that got it right though. <laughs> Engaged. Yeah, people yeah, that yeah. was in the comments right. that like we breaking it down. I was like, damn, they done went to the scripture. They done yes. broke down the statements. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to y'all. Y'all yeah. got good comments. That emotional intelligence, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, first I'll say like where where I've come up with these theories and and mixed with research and all that stuff is because I've had the privilege to speak to thousands of Black women that have just shared their stories, right? And mm -hmm. I call it research and do all the stuff that I'm supposed to do with it. But I've had the opportunity to speak with a lot of elders and kind of compare it to, you know, mm. some things that the boomers think and then compare it to some things that millennials think as we make our way down to how we want to engage with Generation Alpha, right, as mm. we clean these things up. So mm. we understand that, you know, words do have power and they're based in what your culture said it was. Mm -hmm. So if you heard submission as, you know, the word that's in the definition, in, in a superior, mm -hmm. which means there has to be inferior, which means the minute you say the word, I have to prove that I'm your equal, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it, it's kind of like you, 
you you lose before you even start the discussion right. just by choosing that word. So true, yeah. you you have to define it based on how it makes you feel. And if that's a bad word, it's a bad <laughs> word. If it triggers her, don't use it. If it triggers him, don't use it. Just figure out a way to you know handle your person. Yeah. I'm a, I'll give you an example from back in the day. <laughs> it definitely was a trigger <laughs> back in the day. Uh, I think it was like when me and my wife first I got married, uh, maybe like a year into the mm -hmm. marriage. And we were traveling or something. And you know, I had everything planned out. And she kept asking me, she's like, no, but you gotta do this. And then, no, I'm like, yo, just chill, I got this. No, but you gotta do this. I'm like, <laughs> so she over there like trying to do all the work for me that's yeah. already been done. And I yeah. told her like, just relax. But she just kept jumping in. So after a while, like I had to pull it to the side. I said, yo, just let me leave when it's time for me to leave, all right? I said, I told you I got this, chill out. I ain't need you to talk. I ain't need you to jump over me and I'm mm -hmm. like that. I told you I got it, baby. Like, cool. No, but I said, just I was like, that's what I mean by submit. Submit. And it was submit. like a whole <laughs> thing. We good now. Cause we, you know, we got yeah. to our spiritual counseling. Learn, learn. Yeah. Uh -huh. We good. Cause it's not, in my opinion, let me know if I'm wrong. It's not about being a slave. Like, yeah. it's not about like, yo, I need you, I, I'm right, you wrong, so just shut up. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's none, no different in the presidency, right? Like my job is to take your take your words, take your advice make the most informed decision and based on what I feel is the best approach. Now, hmm. I may still feel like I'm right. You might come with some very good information. However, you got to trust the person to lead. How many times we done been in a place where you like, damn, this person, they're about to make the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. You know what? I got to ride this boat. I got to yeah. ride, yeah. ride this ship, yeah. you know, yeah. AKA Trump. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> where you like, yo, I didn't vote for him, but however, he's still my he's commander. Still the yeah. I, I live yeah. in this country. I got to yeah. submit to it. That's, that's what it is. That's just one example. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, like I said, the the words you choose, mm -hmm. right? For my husband and I is, uh, you know, I'm not getting in that car, mm -hmm. okay? And that means if we go here, we're going to drive this thing off a cliff mm -hmm. because he's an alpha man, I'm an alpha woman. We mm -hmm. made a choice to be with people who are like thought leaders and influencers in the same house. Mm -hmm. So it's an ebb and flow of submission based on who's the subject matter expert. Mm -hmm. And I respect what he respect knows. Yep. Yeah. He respects what I know. And I try not to speak on things that he's worked to learn and understand and grow Expertise. through. Mm -hmm. And he tries his best not to infringe or mansplain things that I've put my time and effort and education and experience mm -hmm. into. And I think the challenge is we try to hop into each other's lane mm -hmm. when it's like, if you want us to be in both lanes, you should probably be by yourself, mm -hmm. right? Right. Because you, you don't want to compromise and you kind of want to do things based on how you've always done them in your house on your block with your family. Right, and it's right. like you joining a whole nother culture. So mm -hmm. submit. You know, I think it's like yeah. a, uh, a give and take. Yeah. You know, a man can submit to a woman just like a woman can submit to a man. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, it's just like you said, it's timing and situational. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, I, think a lot, I think a lot of people just took it the wrong way as if like, because I, I was one of, <laughs> one of the comments that I pulled out and I, I ain't going to read it all, but I'll, uh -huh. I'll read I'll read a part of it. But it was like, how do you define that? One makes all the decisions. He only speaks when spoken to. Um, submit means yield to the authority of another. Why should a grown woman, woman not want to be an equal partner? Uh, why would you want a woman that doesn't have autonomy and not be able to make the decisions equally with you? This sounds more like of a parent and a child relationship, not to adults. So the dictatorship. I think, that's what I think Dr. Mack kind of answered that question. The word. Yeah. Just now. yeah. And I, I'm just like, pe people just took that and they took it out of context. Yeah. Because, again, I think in relationships, people are going to equally have to submit to one another. But I, the way that I was speaking on it was that a woman is not going to give you the autonomy to do that if she don't feel like you have the the tools to one make mm -hmm. the right decisions, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, the best decisions for the the entire party, and right. that you don't uh, essentially just make her feel protected, like overall so, so, safety, <laughs> safety yes. garners submission, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Um, if I know that you got it, mm -hmm. I can put my worry down, yeah. you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. But if you're getting an, a woman who has the qualities to be completely independent and mm -hmm. autonomous of you, sure you respect it and she's, you know, here to join you to help you build whatever you're building. So that comes with some thoughts and some opinions yeah. and some, you know, all of those things. But if after your consistency in certain places, you're, you always hit the mark, mm -hmm. then I can rest. Yeah. Now, some of us don't, and then we, we find ourselves like edging you guys completely out because mm -hmm. so much of it is too much and it's too mean and it's too aggressive. And it's mm -hmm. like, now 
I've been on time for every single day for the mm-hmm. last two years. So are we really going all the way in mm-hmm. on this tardy moment? Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't back down to just the data of it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like it turns into a lack of gratitude, and then it turns into you know feeling unappreciated and all of those things that kind of strip you all. So mm-hmm. then you don't feel safe. <clears throat> yeah, right. And we yeah. lose. Yeah. So I don't, I don't share space on the throne. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I like to they finna like be on your things, ass. I like, I like to put uh, things in layman's terms. Like, so I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. And I submit to my wife daily. I mean, yeah. any any smart husband should. Yeah, you, you know, you got to lose those battles. And then, yeah. you know, the whole point is winning the war. But when it comes down to like big decisions with the household and stuff like that, I take everything she says into consideration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you, like you said, right? You got to leverage her strengths. If it's like contracts, if it's anything with like, like some lawyer type stuff. Like I mm-hmm. give it to her. Even though I know I can do it, I give it to her because that's what she does. She's great at it mm-hmm. or whatever. So I won't proceed unless she gives me the thumbs up mm-hmm. because that's what she's great at. And, then, mm-hmm. but there, and there's other things where it's like, yo, we can't share the throne. There's only one decision that can be made. We both can't sit here and be like, all right, I think we're going to do this and this and then this. Nah, yeah. there's one king. <laughs> yeah. There's one queen, king, there's one queen, and yeah. I need to elevate you and highlight you as my queen because that's exactly what you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't, it, it, it causes confusion in my opinion. I have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It causes confusion in the household. Y'all hear me. Mm. <laughs> when it's not a clear line of, okay, this is the leader, this is the direction. Now, every great leader you will see listens to his counsel. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. he has a very great supporting cast. I have a really good supporting cast of friends, but also my wife is dope. Mm-hmm. You need that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what a, a good king a good king does. But so, when so. you got people that's battling you, where you like, yo, this this seems to be some confusion. I, yeah. I could have sworn yeah. I was the general, <laughs> and you over there trying to send the troops to the war, and I'm over here telling you, chill out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this just causes a lot of uh, headaches in the household. Yeah. I yeah. think that the, cool, the coolest thing that my great-grandmother uh, and my uh, great-aunt told me, they were giving me a toast at my bridal shower, and they said, you know, just remember that you're the neck. Mm-hmm. You know, the head doesn't function, but it's still the head. Exactly. And I think that when you make the choice to have, you know, a leader, it does provide you with a different level of peace, mm-hmm. truly. And yeah. I think that it's, it is the gift of a partnership, the gift of a marriage, is you being able to be the queen because the queen has to nest to reproduce and name all of that thing mm-hmm. that fits in whatever book you read. But... It's definitely um, a conscious choice to shift and change because you don't have to right. do all of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I agree. That that, I agree that brings me to this 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 next topic of this <laughs> this new age soft girl era. Yeah, I guess so. A lot of I, I don't know when the shift changed when mm-hmm. a lot of women became strong and and I I, I love that <laughs> women are strong and empowered, but now right. they they're they're talking about getting they back to this. They always were. They just louder now. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting getting back to this soft girl era, like being more emotionally in tune and 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 letting the man lead and things like that. Like, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, what how do you think we even got to this point? Uh, so <laughs> so when I think about the history and not just Black history, just women's history, mm-hmm. right? the obedience that was required of you because you were born a woman made you less than from birth and Mm -hmm. put fear in your family even to have a girl because if you were disrespectful, you know, to your dad, there could be physical violence. If your dad didn't agree with who he would hand you off to, you couldn't necessarily have the option to fall in love or do anything radical like that. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, what would advance the family. And then your husband then ruled you completely mentally and physically, right? So if you were disrespectful, if you decided to wear something risque, if you decided to be opinionated, he can commit you and literally sign you over as a ward of the state based on you going insane. I mean, there are, you know, it's it's torturous literature that's out here about the different things that men had the power to do to women Mm -hmm. for generations. So we get to a point, you know, we we no longer have to march in skirts and we we, we have to fight for every little inch of everything. We can open mm-hmm. our own bank accounts without getting a male signature. So it's like we we have a voice now. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Lester, we're not saying anything new. We're screaming like whispers of our ancestors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That just had to take it. So now right. that we don't have to take it, we can choose 
a husband, not to have a life, not to have nice things, not to travel, because I want a partner. And mm. if I don't want a partner, I don't. If I want multiple partners, I can. Mm. And that's just law now. Mm. So the idea that we can say it, we're still in our infancy state of yeah. being able to be radically loud and free and have a voice. Oh, yeah. And it's shocking, especially to our fathers and our grandfathers, because they're not used to women speaking that way, and they truly mean it. Yeah. So yeah. we're hoping that's that true. our that's sons true. are familiar with having a gender equal mm -hmm. and then the choices will be different. Mm -hmm. You know, you brought, you brought up a, a great point because I was reading, uh, I want to say it was in the Wall Street Journal about just how marriages are going nowadays. And mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a huge decline in actual marriages. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's even, it's even worse when it comes down to like black women. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they look at like how black women are more educated, they're more professional, they're making a lot more money, but how there's a decline. So I'm curious what your feedback is on the why. Now, they had a lot of different statistics. Yeah. They were stating, like, okay, um, it's because there's more options. You know, mm -hmm. people are like, yo, I don't need to settle down right now. You yeah. know, at first, that was the fear, where you're like, mm -hmm. I got out of college. I need to go settle down real quick. I need to have these babies. Nowadays, things are being, you know, prolonged, yeah. prolonged right. a little bit or Dude, at least uh, put off for a little sure. bit. Society but I'm curious norms. what your yeah. feedback is on why the decline in the number of people getting married and then why such a decline in the number of black women getting married. I think, first off, we have to let the data settle, right? Mm. You know, society has to go through its ebbs and flows, and we're in a renaissance for a lot of things. So That's we're going to look yeah. at the numbers for a lot of things in, like, 10 or 15 years, mm -hmm. whether we're looking at diet changes, skincare changes, what's happening with the air, like, life is changing. Mm -hmm. So we have to look at the marriage numbers as it relates to older marriages because we're coming outside of like systematic and sociological standards where mm -hmm. you're thinking about marriage in college. Right, And right. your next thing to do out of college is getting a husband. Mm -hmm. And the most unfortunate reality is those girls really get one because of the press sometimes mm -hmm. or the timeline of I have to do this by this time, I have to have a baby by this time. And then some of them find themselves in... Um, poverty <clears throat> maybe they didn't build the career that they wanted to build and didn't understand and recognize the expense of a child maybe they accepted abusive relationships based mm -hmm. on the fact that they had a child by this person they're caught up in the brand of playing wife and the blend the brand of playing family and having to get the post and have the wedding mm -hmm. and then when all of it settles if they get it it's like well who am i yeah. right you right, know what's my right, purpose and what do i want to do and then now we have all of this extra stuff so mm -hmm. I think that our young people and our teenagers are seeing that. They're seeing it in their mothers. They're seeing it in their aunts. And they're like, wait, yeah. I don't want to do that like that. Yes, I want a husband, but I kind of want to figure out what I want to do first and you know get what? some mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So a we like, of, uh, have a lot of 40, 45-year-old weddings you yeah. know, coming up. <laughs> the, thing you know? Is too, the thing is, too, is uh, social media, entertainment, music yeah. has an influence on it as well. You got uh, women um, living... Fuck nigga free. Yeah. And you know, it's a lot of, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and different artists yeah. are creating music to not tarnish the uh, relationships or marriages within the black community, but it's mm -hmm. like they're giving uh, women the opportunity to not think for themselves, but like do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, go out there and I don't know, shake ass, do what you, you know what I mean? Do what you want to do rather than submit to a man or, or get in a relationship or a marriage this early at least. Yeah. yeah. You know, they having fun with them. <laughs> So I I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't agree with you, <laughs> but when we make the comparison. I mean, I, I would never let my daughter watch some of the stuff or listen to some of the stuff that True. is because it's all about if you're talking about but, city girls and stuff like that. Mm. All right, we ain't talking about Megan Thee Stallion. Like, the woman's educated. She she in her bag. She's a businesswoman. She, she knows what she's doing. She and her music, music is, like that, though. Yeah, her music is, like, you know, provocative a little bit, but it's still good. Mm -hmm. But then you got people like the city girls. Everything's contradicting. No, mm -hmm. for sure. Where it's like, okay, you know what? Nah, if a nigga ain't bringing in all this money, like, you know, he ain't about to fuck. And then you talk about, like, yo, I got all this money, so I'm about to go fuck whatever nigga I want. I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know what message you're trying to give me. I don't mm -hmm. know if, I, if it should be be professional and sleep with a guy that got money, or if it's like, nah, make your own money and then pick who you want. You can't. I'm very confused with the music that, that's going on today. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Music has an influence. Yeah, no, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. For I sure. think, but it never has more of an influence than the people that are right in front of you. Facts. Um, I think that, you know, I loved gangster rap. I loved Little Kim. I knew every lyric to You Don't Know Nan, but I understood the women in front of me, you know? <laughs> and I understood options and I understood like what, what I wanted my brand to kind of be based on, you know, whether it was women my brothers dated or the women mm -hmm. that I saw around me, right? So music is is truly entertainment. 
and it can be influential. And the most unfortunate reality is if you have no other influences, then it does do mm, that. Yeah. But when I think about yeah. the Megs and the City Girls and, you know, the what's considered hypersexual music, it's louder now, mm -hmm. but it's not a new lyric or a new act that yeah. they're discussing. It's I not agree, a new yeah. dance that they're discussing. And whether <laughs> I was influenced by, you know, listening to my dad and my uncles talk shit while playing cards versus what somebody was saying on the radio, on the radio my yeah. uncles had a bigger, you know, a bigger yeah. influence. But I yeah. think the women are rapping about what your options are. Yeah. I think if we're looking at, you know, the 20-somethings that are making those music to, like, direct our path, oh, no. that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. But they are <clears throat> hustlers and entrepreneurs, <clears throat> and they understand how much building wealth gives you freedom from certain types of relationships. They're mm -hmm. reading their contracts and starting their own businesses, I, and they're piece, yeah. playing yeah. the game they need to play yeah. to cash out. And I am intrigued by them because when they turn 40 and 50, they can now really, really build some things mm -hmm. once they come into their adulthood. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? We think about Biggie and Pac and even, you know, Malcolm X, we lost them mm -hmm. before yeah. the real development mm -hmm. hit. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what they will become and what type of, why, should they choose to be wives, what will they be and how will they you know, turn out? But I appreciate them for ringing the alarm yeah. for women to kind of be a bit more aggressive because as much as she say you better show up with a bag, you also have to make me come. The city mm. girls do not play games <laughs> about true, having great true. sex. That's true, that's and true. they're making, you know, other women say, you know what? I have been doing this for a street. long time without coming. And it's, you know, so true. they, it, you know, I, I respect them for truly just their authenticity and they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. But I, I, I appreciate it, honestly, because it's like, We've been so used to a specific type of woman based on what we saw growing up. And now, like you said, you got these this new generation of women that are kind of ringing the alarm. It's just like, damn, go ahead. I, I want me a chick that's going to pop her shit. Like, I, I'm going to salute you all the way, you know what I'm saying? Facts, but facts. also, at the end of the day, you, you still need to have that other side to you where it's just like, this ain't really, I, I'll turn up to this, I'll, I'll listen to this, but this is, it isn't influencing how I think mentally and, and what I want for yeah. me long term. You know, mm -hmm. but I, I appreciate the fact that we do have women that are, out there stepping up doing shit that yeah. they weren't doing before. Like these women nowadays are completely different than what my mom, <laughs> what my mom was and a mm -hmm. thousand percent different well, than what my grandmother was. And I, I like it, you know, I, I, I like it for real. I welcome it. That makes things balanced, right? The yeah. carbon oh, yeah. copy was, was, it, it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. you know? no, I agree. Yeah. But you, you brought up a, a good point, and I guess my, my next question now. Mm. <laughs> Here's why it's my next question is because I'm I love like to, to your point right where nowadays people are actually looking at contracts, they're looking at shady deals, they are being independent, they mm -hmm. they making their own music, they're doing that. But then you got you know based on on your role and, and what you do, you got those women that are being shaped by the label, mm. the record label. So they could be this could be this nice upbringing chick she got bars but she don't look the part yeah now she's being sexualized right now mm -hmm. she's being presented a certain way and they're like no nah, you know you need to rap about this you got to rap about you coming you got to rap about dick you got to rap about you know it's got to be a bag and they're like damn mm -hmm. i was making good raps just like real lyrics yeah now you forcing me to have an image so now they now you don't even recognize yourself in the mirror anymore because they done shaped you to be certain different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean what's your opinion Sex like sales. the women that are it's the key modern day pimping, to be honest, or sex mm -hmm. trafficking, because you are really yeah. legit saying, you know what, I'm going to take you. I think you have talent, but now I want you to look a certain way because that's what everybody else wants you to look like. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you a lot of money. I'm going to make a little bit of money off of you, but I'm going to make you a lot of money, and I'm going to change who you really are yeah. because this is who people want you to want be. Want you to be, yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, I've, I've enjoyed all of the documentaries uh, this 50th year of hip-hop. And Ooh, I've specifically mm. been watching the ones that have been dedicated to the women of hip hop with, you know, some of the same challenges. They have some of the same rhetoric that you mm -hmm. just gave about, hey, we respect all of it, but can we please see all of it? You mm. know, can can every type of artist get the same, you know, radio play, get the same, you know, label backing. Right. Mm -hmm. And when I think about labels, you get the label of the label It's really mm -hmm. the choice. You yep. know, we have successful independent artists. If you want to take that harder route, nice. you have the option now to do your own thing on so many different platforms. If you make the choice, if you mm -hmm. choose to go under a label that's marketing to this capitalistic industry that has to make money, then you got to go get that BBL and mm -hmm. you got to rap like you don't have no sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean common sense. I mean, basic education. 
education. Right. Yeah. So in saying that, we understand that that's what they want to feed us, just like you can trace it back to the East Coast, West Coast battle. We understand what propaganda did to that, mm -hmm. you know, and we understand <clears throat> that if it's a label, you have to take the label and the image that they're offered, and it is going to be a harder route. It is going to make less money because when we think about consumers, most of our, and if not all of our extremely successful artists are successful because of the amount of white followers mm -hmm. that they have. Yeah. And if they are the ones that are making sure they stream some things that we may deem as degrading or complete foolishness, then them numbers don't lie. Yeah. I mean, look at Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I mean, that's somebody. That's an example of somebody who they like. You know what? Yeah, you look. You look cute. Mm -hmm. You got some good bars, but now we're gonna make you look totally different. We're gonna yeah. reshape you. We're gonna have your music change a little bit. Mm -hmm. Classic example, right? So it's like, okay, are you still you? Yeah. Or at the end of the day, you made this money. You look back 15 years. I mean, you, you look back 15 years from now, and you're like, damn, I don't even recognize who I am anymore. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's that could be. I very mean, that's toxic that's in every that's in every industry. Yeah. Though. If yeah. you if you get heavy out of the right heavy though. in entertainment, yeah. heavy, mm -hmm. we can say heavy in politics. You mm -hmm. lose yourself. You know, oh, if, you, yeah. if you're a black oh, yeah. man that's going to climb to the C-suite and you, you know, consumed by what that looks like, you can lose yourself. You can True. lose your identity. Yeah. Right. So it's a risk every time. But for every, you know, artist like an Ice Spice that had that was completely rebranded, mm -hmm. you have her. You got Ari Lennox. You mm -hmm. got Alex Isley. You got some heavy, authentic, natural, soulful artists, mm -hmm. you know, that can, you know, hop ratchet if they want to, I'm mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. You know, Ari Lennox is no, Ari, Ari, man, because Ari Lennox, be, she be singing about that. <laughs> she do. She, she do. be singing about that shit. But and she, she, she be but, but to be a, she's a, it, it is the same as melodic as a vibe, yep, you know. Yeah, yep, I agree with you. Mm. You know, sometimes it's the change for the better or the worse, so. With everything. I don't understand, like, how would, how do you navigate that? Like, just trying to stay your authentic self <clears throat> and knowing that, you know, I could, I could risk losing a lot of money or potential deals and things like that because I'm not, you know what I'm saying, shaping to what they want me to be. Like, how, it, how, do, right. how do people navigate that? I think you navigate it with understanding that there, they, there aren't so many things that you need to be happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you add, you know, materials and things that are acquired by a certain amount of money to give you your happy you do run the risk of losing your soul. It's an old, old adage, and we mm -hmm. all have heard it before. So if being your most authentic self, meaning in your art, whether you are, you know, a, a DJ that's on YouTube or you like to, you know, produce in the basement, if you're gifting it, you really just have to stay true to who you are so you can sustain that. Mm -hmm. Or you have to understand how long you're going to play a game and when you're going to get out. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You know, Truth so if you, ha you have to make those decisions based on how much you can take, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if whatever industry you're in or whatever, you know, goals that you have, you got to say, okay, I can play this game. I can cold switch <clears> like <throat> this a little longer. I can mm -hmm. dress like this and rap like this a little longer, but I'm stacking, a open, you know, open this business or mm -hmm. I'm going to start a label or I'm about to do my own streaming platform. Mm -hmm. You create your own exit if you got to go into it, but mm -hmm. you also have to have authentic people around you that make you happy. That, so you know that it's right not, there. you're not that's trying to right buy there. yourself and buy your joy and buy your happiness. So yeah. if everything falls apart, you still got your people and you're like, ah, I yeah. tried that, didn't work. Mm -hmm. You know. <clears throat> And that's what any occupation, though, that can be corporate, that can be anything, yeah. really. So, yeah. <clears throat> so this happiness thing, that was, <laughs> that was also, thing. that's another topic that we that we wanted to discuss. So it's just crazy how you just kind of segue right into that. Ah, we got a connection. Uh, <laughs> so, so in relationships, mm -hmm. is it on your partner to ensure that you are happy and that you're, how do I want to phrase to, to ensure, is it on your partner to ensure your happiness in this relationship? Like, should you, or, or should you be happy alone by yourself and then together y'all come and y'all create something beautiful? Or is it strictly on your partner to say, hey, I'm not happy today, Make, figure it out? No. no. I'm gonna say absolutely not. Okay. But if if you my person, I'm gonna try my best. Mm -hmm. But yeah. It, it doesn't work if the person isn't happy. Like I've, mm, I've, I've had right. someone trying their Don't best so and much. I've been the person trying my best mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't quite get there because you're truly not happy. So yeah. I think that it's on your person to 
maybe be patient enough to help you understand why you can't get mm. to happy it's your and partner, what that oh, looks like. <clears throat> it's your partner's job to enhance that happiness more mm. so than to make give it, it to you. To give it to you. Because yeah. right. that's no such thing. You can't right. give someone happiness, but mm, you can right. you can attempt to take it away. Yeah. You can attempt to take it away? I yeah. You can attempt <laughs> to take it away. You can steal my joy. You can steal it. Y'all know how I do. Y'all know how I This is exactly why you got to put your own mask on on the plane, all right? Because at the end of the day, I got to be able to make sure I'm good first. I can't help nobody else if I'm not good first. All right? So, yeah. People can call it selfish. Everybody has a degree of selfishness. If they say, no, they're lying. I think it's self-care. You should. You should. Because at the end of the day, like, if I'm not happy, how can I really please you? Yeah. Right, right. I'm going to end up turning into somebody that you want me to be yeah but that's gonna make me less happy yeah because i'm over here just dedicated to pleasing you yeah and when a real person shows up your partner's devastated mm -hmm. yeah because it's like who is, who this? is this it's part? like yeah. this is actually the real me right. I, I actually have never liked this <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah you yeah. know no big facts and I, I think i've had to move move out of past relationships because of you know at the end of the day i was doing things where i feel like i was losing myself and it's mm -hmm. like okay you're happy you're satisfied but i'm really suffering in silence and that's not at some point i have to be a little bit selfish and put my feelings first you know because i, I can't continue to to do this because it's not conducive to me as a person me and my mental health like i need to be happy and i'm i'm sure enough for you but I'm not getting anything in return, and that's not healthy for me. And I think like, it's so cool that, that men are, you know, even using the terms, you know, my happiness and my mental health because you all weren't allowed to be this emotional and articulate mm -hmm. your emotions to be able to describe what's making you unhappy, right? Mm -hmm. So when I think about my grandfather, he whistled. And I'm like, he's whistling for a million reasons. Mm -hmm. And they're probably whistles that are blocking out the words he wants to say to my grandmother. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, you know, sitting and talking about his emotions. It's like, yeah, right. You mm -hmm. know, but the fact that we're in a space where a man can say, I don't like that. That doesn't make me happy. And mm -hmm. understand what his happiness feels like. Mm -hmm. It trains us on how we're supposed to love you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's cool that you guys are going to figure out who you are so you can help us, you know, be with you. You hit it on the money. You got to be confident <laughs> who you are. Because at the end yeah. of the day, like when people be like, oh, well, you know, you can't, a man can't see with his legs cross a certain way or he can't do this. I'm like, the, the, the hell he can't? <laughs> yeah. I'm a, when you, when you, my thigh's too thick for that. Hear this? <laughs> for, for the guys out there, hear this. If you are confident with who you are, can't nobody tell you anything. Yeah. Like, oh, no. I mean, we all joke about that whole, like, oh, pause, no homo type stuff, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if I'm talking to another grown man and I say something, y'all like, oh, no, man, pause. I'm like, Paul. no. I know who I am. <laughs> no. I ain't hitting on this man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't hitting on this Not man. Pause. This, a man to a man, you can't tell me who I am. Yeah. You know, I think that's, you that's good because now you got men that are like brothers that are, you know, best friends that can say, I love you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. not like... Right. Your, oh, you know, yeah, at your sure. memorial in the mm -hmm. remarks, exactly. you know, like to your face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they it's can not do being it. considered as a, a sign of weakness. At like, all, oh, this person all. is like a little soft, a little You're funny acting. Yeah. yeah, and women have stopped saying it. Yeah. Like you soft. You know, we've stopped advocating, or, or some of us have attempted to stop advocating for the you know, toxic masculinity that we yeah. sometimes encourage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, got, it got bad at one point. Oh, no, it, it, got bad. it got bad to a point where men couldn't even hug. Yeah. Facts. Oh, yeah, yeah, for real. Like, you got to go ahead. All right, bro. Yeah. One of them. You know, it got to the little half hug, and then it got to the elbow. and to, 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 to yeah. Or where you guys couldn't have, like, self-care and, like, excessive hygiene. Like, seeing men in the spa. I get, I, get, I, get, I get pedicures. I don't get too many manicures. I take really good care of my hands anyway, but mm -hmm. um, I got the little shine on my on my toes. I, I get the like, like buffer. Yeah, you get buffed or the, the polish. Yeah, I get clear. It, it Not on your hands. You, you get on your hands. Sometimes I get the buffer. Sometimes I get the shine there. Yeah, if I do my, I got really good nails, man. I'm sorry, but when I don't, <laughs> sometimes I yeah, Lesser I do get the clear. I do get the clear sometimes. My wife, she's from Atlanta. She thug, so she's like, damn, I don't really like that clear. I'm like. I don't care. I like it. <laughs> right. It, it promotes, it promotes yeah. nail growth. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the hygiene you know? is like well, not sexualized <laughs> at all. No, it's kind of like, be, man. Uh -huh. oh, yeah, for sure. Where a man couldn't get no pedicure, he couldn't get no, no nothing, no I facials. I like facials. I used to I go into, I used to go into the nail salon with my hoodie on, glasses on, <laughs> like just so people wouldn't really recognize me because I'm. It used to like years ago. It used to you used to get clowned for like, boy, you want to get a pedicure? What's oh yeah, 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 for now sure. Now I, I, mean, I willfully go in there. 
as an athlete, as an athlete, I always took care of myself. I'd be like, yeah, you want to roll? You want me to roll these up? <laughs> roll these up? Yeah. <laughs> roll these pants up? You go ahead. Man. Go I got the clear a few times, but it just it's, it appeals it appeals funny on my well, head. Well, now, so don't, like, don't go get no chip. I'm nah. going to just take back everything I'm <laughs> like, saying. Nah. No. <laughs> so but you got to get a good clear. <laughs> don't chip right away, though. Man, it be chipping after But you can't get the no chip. Days. I'm yeah, like, yeah, nah, you can't get that. I'm I'm like, I think this. I speak for all women in saying we're very happy about the feet. Like, yeah. I, I truly, I think we're getting so far into men having self-care in a good way that you know, going to an island or, or even going to va- or anybody's pool party mm. and your feet ain't right. Yeah, it's now it's now reverse. <laughs> like when I think yeah. about my granddaddy feet and they, those men just just lived. I don't know walking barefoot. Just, it was horrible. <laughs> they had yeah, those black nah, kicking rocks. And like like, you literally. <laughs> yeah. Taking, so I'm now I think, I think that's pretty. <laughs> old, I think that's over. I think we're not going <laughs> yeah. to no more bad feet. Y'all homies know. <laughs> I think, I take his pet peeve. If, 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 if the nails is chipped or something like that, let's go say something. <laughs> just, just, oh, take <laughs> just take it all off. Just take it all off or get it done. Oh you yeah, not yeah. Come walking around with me with, chip, yeah. with a little black spot on your toe, like you know, because you're leaving one little chip paint right there on your toe. And another little half paint, I'd be like, that's literally, rough. that would take you from a nine <laughs> yeah, that's to rough. a seven and a half. Yeah, that's What's rough. crazy, my best friend and I were talking about this because I had a gay little go-to Saturday and mm-hmm. I needed a feeling and I was mm-hmm. waiting. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know she's going to peep, you know, my nails. I'm, I got to go to this gay and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the first event we were at, you know, she made a comment and I was like, I should do a glove. She said, yeah, you should do it. <laughs> and I said, I knew you were going to peep it. And she said, well, everybody has a thing. Yeah. Uh, some people's things are their teeth. Her thing is nails. A lot of men that chip nail polish, it's, it's I don't know, it's the most un- unkept thing for mm. some of you guys. And, you know, some people, I, I mean, I remember... One of my brothers doesn't like when a woman's middle toe is longer than a big toe. <laughs> that's great. Toe. She can't do nothing about See, that. Yeah, right. I don't mess with stuff that's like, yo, you just boring. But everybody get, but some people can do, some I people agree. don't like middle freckles, but love freckles. But you know, like, I don't like big areolas, so you're right. Me either. I don't like that either. <laughs> no offense to it. You know, <laughs> that's just not my yeah, purpose. I, 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 I welcome like big, it all. I welcome a slap of pepperoni on it. Oh my goodness. The pepperoni. But you know, women got their preferences when it comes down to the genitals too. I mean, we definitely do. We don't like to get through the hairy monster. Right, We're glad that no. you guys are, are manscaping. You can't too much of a curve. You look like... <laughs> Listen. Ooh. I don't but know I, who's yeah, I, 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 did, I did have one more question because, we, I mean, we were kind of coming to a close. But I it did goes have, by so fast. I know. When you Engaging have conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did have one more question, and it was uh, another one about, like, coming into relationships. And I know mm-hmm. we talked about happiness, but another one was the traumas. <clears throat> um, mm. Coming into relationships... How do you think not addressing your traumas and dealing with your traumas, how do you think that affects the health of this relationship Oof. that you are trying, Trust. that you're, you're looking to get into? I think it develops a cancer of mm-hmm. the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I think every everything else in health, we say early detection is key, you mm-hmm. know, and starting early to, with your workout, the, you know, be consistent. It's the same thing with your first date questions. It's mm-hmm. the same Agreed. thing with the idea of what are we talking about when we land up? What type of movies are we watching that are going to make us have a conversation about what would you do? What would you say? What do you eat? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, you know that you want to have sex with the person on site. Usually that's the mm-hmm. initial attraction. Mm-hmm. And it's not about pacing the sex. It's about knowing who you turn into after you have the sex do i mm. not ask as many questions as, as i was going to ask about this girl's history if i have sex first am i going to be caught up in in complete you know all of how good the sex is and how good the dick is and kind of brush over some of the uh, things yeah. that i knew i needed to ask <laughs> about so sometimes mm. just pacing out the dates and discussing you know some family things Mm -hmm. history in college what happened to you here why do you think like this yeah before you know it you're already discussing some things that have hurt you or traumatized you Mm -hmm. and maybe getting an understanding of some things that you guys might have to work through so you Mm -hmm. can determine how many challenges you can deal with with this person sometimes you may understand that it's too many maybe the traumas match too much and you know we're that's not gonna work Mm -hmm. or maybe the things that are challenging about her or him work for me because I can deal with that. Right. And then that's how you determine the next step. Yeah. So wait, should you should you have already worked through these traumas before you get in a relationship or should you and your partner be working on these together? I will say that most therapists that sh- that couples attend mm-hmm. direct them back to do their individual therapy. Yep. yep. Um because 
it's one thing to work on a unit. It's challenging if I'm healing and you're not. I'm coming Mm. back to the couples therapy more advanced than you, Mm. right? So if we go on a detox together and we start working out together, you can clearly see who's been disciplined and who hasn't. Mm. And heal people can hear and feel and smell hurt people because your language changes, how you handle your emotions change, so you understand the thickness of somebody who is kind of still in their shit. And if that's somebody that you are married to or partnered with, you got to go and do your work and fight your wars for yourself, yeah. and then you come back and fight for each other. Yeah. So, But if you start early while you're single, right now in therapy single, mm-hmm. yes. then you can show up cleaned off a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes it a little easier to like do the whole fall in love and build a life thing because... You got some of the dirt out the way. And it works in reverse, too, because those hurt people smell. They be like, hurt oh, people, this person hurt people. think they better than me because they got their shit together. They didn't, they didn't deal oh, with their Oh, they will come for you. Oh, well, yeah. The classic saying, right? Yeah. Hurt people, hurt, hurt people, hurt yeah. people. So they will. They, yeah, they attack you. They go after you. And we've all been there, right? Yeah. And, take yeah. a and you have to set them boundaries and, yeah. and, and get away. Yeah. Oh, if you... Get first three red months. flags, red flags. You got too much baggage in them first like two months. I'm like, you know what? You handle this. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't trying to take on that baggage. I ain't got the capacity yeah. to take on that baggage with you. And sometimes 60 days is a long yeah. time. Like yeah. the older you get and the more you know yourself, you know, you you Time's can you can find the vibe in a couple mm, of weeks. Right. You know, yeah. and understand, okay, this is something I can build on. But you know, if if you with somebody and you walk in front of an elder and they don't speak, it's kind of like that's a character flaw according right. to my culture, right? right. I don't know if I that. have enough time to explain to you mm-hmm. why when you go in someone's home and there's an elder there, speak. you greet. Yeah. Yeah. I have to cross that off the list You now. go to anybody's home, you should greet. You yeah. should. But I agree with you. But the, the reverence, yes, it's kind of yes. like once you Respect know what's core to you, right. It's like, okay, if you don't do that, it's a, it's a few more things that follow that or something happened. Oh, we different. It ain't going to work. Right. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But saying you can't cook, it's like, we can do classes. Yeah, we can work it out. We yeah. can go we can on YouTube yeah. and you figure this out. You may find a passion for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, I, but I, yeah, fix those, fix, fix them yeah. early. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a strong proponent of that. And that was something that I was strongly, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was strongly against before, but it was like two girlfriends before who were just like, no, you should probably... Probably yeah. go to therapy and understand why you think this way or, or why you're still holding on to these these issues that are yeah. deeply rooted in, in who you are. And once I like did the work, I was just like, damn, I didn't I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But when you kind of sit down and you're talking through it and you're you're just like, Oh, yeah. Well, because your parents did this, this is why you and I was just like, damn, I, I didn't realize yeah. that. And, and then like, you begin to forgive yourself because mm-hmm. you're like, I didn't even know how was I supposed to know? I was a yeah. kid, or mm-hmm. I, I right. didn't even think. I didn't have the tools to know how to think. Mm-hmm. But to sit down with someone new and be able to articulate who you are, yeah. mm-hmm. that's that's a, a vibe in and of itself mm-hmm. because we're not talking what shows we binging and our color and our drip and we checking for each other. It's like, yeah. this is who I am. Yeah. You know, and l- let's see if we can rock with it and tell me who you are. And then if she can't articulate herself, now you have to decide. If there's something I want How much am I going to teach here? Mm-hmm. Right. I think people just, that, that just boils down to people being scared of vulnerability, you know, because they, people are, pe- people don't want to, they don't want to expose themselves and have the fear of someone not accepting them because yeah. of what they've been through and who they are. And I, I, I've learned just in, in my journey itself, like, it's okay to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with the right person. And at that time, if, if you let them decide if they want to deal with it or yeah, not. Yeah, because you know? being loved for who you are, that's that's good. That's a good life. Mm-hmm. Right. And good. that if you can truly be safe and, and have somebody say, I love that crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, I, I don't have to fake because yeah. anything I was pretending to be can't be sustained. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair for me to let you fall in love with the brand or something else. Yeah. And then when I show up that day, you, you got a raw deal. Mm-hmm. When honestly, if you are, you know, quirky and weird and funny or an artist or a hippie or feel like you from another time, somebody is like, man, that's my shit. Yeah. 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 Sure. You know, and it's all about patience and pushing through, Things that make no sense, things that don't feel good, because love is truly the path of least resistance. It don't hurt and it's not yeah. hard. Yeah. If you're trying to make it fit and and you know contort yourself and pretend to be you know painful, a vegan and pretend to make more money <laughs> and you know what I'm saying, acting like it's kind of like it it's, it gets to hurting after a while. Yeah. Facts. 
Yeah, I respect. I agree. Mm-hmm. So as we come to a close, uh, yeah. we, we've been we've been we've been closing. We just started a new thing. When we I closed. see these cards. <laughs> you go ahead and, uh, they got a deck of cards. So you, get, you get you get one you get one card. You can pull and and, and ask, and you can direct it to whoever mic. you want the question to be towards. So we'll let you lead. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna uh, go second. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is your turn to pull? Huh? I think it's your turn. I pulled pull the, the first time, right? I, I pulled the card, asked the question, and directed and direct whoever it to whoever you want. Yeah. A man is getting married and wants to invite his ex. His fiance refuses and says that if she attends, there will be no wedding. Is she over? Is she overreacting? Explain, Lester. I feel like that's an easy one. That's super easy. That's easy one. Hell no, you can't invite her. I would even. I think I would even bring this up to my wife or my fiance to bring my ex. And I'm cool with a lot of my exes, but. I wouldn't dare. Why would you even want your ex? Then? I would. I wouldn't dare want my ex, even if it's strictly platonic. Like yeah. even if we we've, we've grown, like I wouldn't even dare want my ex at my wedding. That's like, a cheesy question. I got jipped. Yeah, go ahead yeah, ask another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was easy, that That's super easy. The fact you'll be surprised. There's a lot of people that. That's what I'm about to say. You'll be surprised. It's some people that are, that will invite their ex or their baby mamas. You'll be surprised. Now to show off. Or to flex is like tell your wife just how shallow and vain and ignorant you are, right. and tell her the truth. Be like, listen, I yes, hate this. Crazy. She never thought it was gonna be me. I want to, I want to show out. Your wife might be like, fuck her, bring her. Yeah, but then, <laughs> then but then, but then, 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 then you gotta ask, are, do you still have feelings towards this person? Because you, no, no, no. If your man comes right. and that's your best friend, and you like, listen. This what she did to me. She clowned me when I was grinding. I ain't had no money. Now I'm the man. Back I want I her to come and see the wedding. She ain't never yeah, going to yeah, yeah. If uh, your best friend slash fiance is with the shits with you, she'd be like, you know what? Yup. That's that 20%. That's that 20% that's going to that's do true, that true, true. shit. But I get that. Exactly. It's like, she's petty. I'm going to have to fix uh-huh. this. Okay. After dating your significant other for a year, you find out they have a child they never told you about. What happens next? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What you got, AJ? Uh, man, depending on how the relationship is going. Her. I love it. Depending on how the relationship's going. Well, it's like been, it's been a I year. Love her. I love her. It's been a year. You love her. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have a have to have to have a conversation about <laughs> where's rough. this kid been. But I mean, I mean, it's, at that point, I probably don't trust that person. I mean, no, everything's trust, a lie. Trust, everything's trust, a lie after that. Yeah, I'm you know, thinking about it, every that's, day, that's, that's every crazy. phone call. Was that your baby needing you? Because when yeah. I sent you that money, was you buying diapers? Was right, like, right. It changes that, everything. Yeah, the whole your dynamic. kid is a part of you now. Part of you. you can't hide your kid for a year. Yeah. What type of person are you? There are dudes out there that's like that, though. I mean, but that was a part of the culture, too. And me, I was having that conversation. It was definitely mama's baby. Me right now, I ain't dating nobody with kids you got kids i'm i'm kind of cool what so that, that you one of those Damn, i mean i have before okay, but right okay. now it's just not it's Honestly, just not for me he says you did it for, i, I did <laughs> it before you right cool. now yeah <laughs> so you got a kid right now you meet them they're not for you Damn, that's hard. I'm on my own foundation, I, and I, you know, I get, yeah, I used to, I said yeah. that when I was like 19, 20. I dated sense. a person with a kid. Damn, why you? When I was, but your wife had her first children with you. Yeah, no, but the point, no, no, so it could be a wish. But, but I. Here's Let me point. make my own. Before I met my wife, <laughs> once I got to a certain age and a certain elevation of life, I was like, you know what? I'm at the place where I can accept one kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, if you, yo, if you 28, 29, 30, and you meeting a young, successful woman that got her thing going on, so she might have dated somebody uh, prior yeah. to you. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. There's a good chance that this day they're going to have a kid. Yeah. But you could be picky. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I could be picky. I ain't never, you I don't ever hate you for being picky, bro. You, you can be picky. picky. Yeah. I, I, used, I, I used to be like that, too. But then I, I had to take a step back and was just like, well, with the kid, I have a whole stepmom. So she essentially did the exact same thing. So I just put okay. myself in her shoes and was like, well, you accepted me as a plus one when you and my dad decided to get engaged and get married. So who am I to be like, well, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't want to, I'd be a hypocrite if I said, no, nah. yeah, I, I, that is my preference, but also, like, I understand where I come from, so I'm Although okay with one that. one year or less, yeah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what about a six-month-year-old? Hell no. That math is not math. Thing. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go, go ahead. Bring us, bring us home with Dr. Back, man. Oh, uh, you just, okay, well, yeah, I guess it's on me. What does it say? Jerry had all the good questions. You gonna he's shuffling. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah. I'll ask you shuffle through all of them. Nah, he got it marked. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> you inquire about the number of sexual partners your significant Lame. other. All right. Yeah. Who wrote 
Nobody. Are you going on dates saying like how many people like? Yeah, you can't do that no more. What do we mean at our locker? Plus, I mean, if you are if you're a professional dater, you 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 can gauge how many bodies they got. By we're true. like, you're a little loose, girl. <laughs> Just kidding. You're a little bit too open right now. Lester's using his senior citizen words. What he means is, you know, you've lived right. and decided you've to get married later little in little life. Yeah, I, and you showing up with your STI screening. I, I live. I live. I, I respect the people that live backwards. So they got married early and they got divorced and they live yeah. their life. Hands down, I'm like, yeah, live your life then. I'll be down. Yeah, uh, go crazy. You need a moment. Let's see, man. Just pick a quote. Uh, you want some juicy for her? I do. Yeah, the deck is kind of you know no shame. <laughs> Let me go back to this. I'm gonna go back to this one. <laughs> I guess we are gonna because this this was uh, the. <laughs> This is a question about the uh ooh. Hit me. Ooh. That's that's the one. Do you believe you have only one soulmate? No. Really? I agree with her. No. Holly Berry is not your soulmate. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> Holly Berry is not your soulmate. <laughs> I agree that you don't have only one soulmate. I thought like that was just made up by somebody. Uh, I, no, I, um, I, I want to I want to hear your explanation on that. I I I think that. You know, love is extensive, and so is your your soul. It's it, it's as vast as you allow it to be, right? Mm-hmm. So, I could say my best friend is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. You know, truly for the role that she plays in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I truly believed. You know that other relationships that I was in, where I was like, you know what, I'm mm-hmm. in love. They really speak to who I am right now. Who mm-hmm. I am changed, and then I connect and reconnect and reconnect to the same man mm-hmm. that I married. Right. So. It doesn't make any other, you know, spaces less than. I feel like, you know, my oldest brother is one of the great loves of my life. Like, truly just, you know, I'm just as fearful of the day he transitions as, like, my husband. It's like, oh, my God, that it would break my heart. That's mm-hmm. my soul. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, you know, there's this cosmic thing that you're looking for to complete you and, 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 what we've kind of romanticized. Right. I think that you build and build and build, and before you know it, you and this person have so many connections that your language is the same, your taste is the same, you're kind of like vibing in the way your rhythm is on, mm-hmm. you know, sex is a dance, everything is an exploration because of this, like, roof, this gumbo you've been building and you keep adding sauce year after mm-hmm. year, <laughs> growth, growth moment after growth moment, mm-hmm. and it's like, this my soulmate right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You know, and like, okay. no I mean, genie in the bottle. Like the seasons. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe no, that no, one no, and done okay, type I thing. Like that. Yeah, no, I like that. yeah. yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun when you can stick with one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Ooh, definitely. I want to do what you need. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> 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 yeah. we, we, we always appreciate you uh, coming. Oh, it's definitely. It was a vibe. Thank you for sharing a lot of your wisdom with us. Absolutely. And with the fans too. With that being said, let them know. Let them know where they can find you. Listen, you can find me at Dr. H. Mack on Instagram and, of course, HaritaMcDowell.com. Got some cool stuff coming up. I know they're going to spell it out for you Uh, (laughs) so you can know what I have uh, going on. Can I invite people to stuff yet? We at that part? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Time to shine. Listen, last fundraiser for Pretty Ink is December 1st. Mm. Uh, my company was added to Beyonce's Black Parade route uh, oh, this shit. summer. That's and that was a vibe. Oh, she, you shit. know, we had a Four Seasons lunch, and, you know, it was, it was inspirational. And I met some dynamic small business owners. Mm. But from that, we've gotten a lot of insight on a lot of things that we want to do next. So we got a private viewing of. Renaissance, the film by Beyonce, and Ooh. it's on opening night, December 1st, and it's Sprinter Dinner and a Movie. So we party busting up to Sprinter a private Dinner theater, and, and we gonna eat and drink and Damn, sing. And I have a special trivia game for the men that attend called Men Love Beyonce. And the sponsors that have put together this basket. <laughs> I was like... Uh-huh. I, stop exactly. I think if you date a Beyonce fan or married to one, you, you, you gotta you, got, yeah. you you know some things yeah, on accident. You. And we want to make sure that we honor the fellas on that. So we'll drop the link so you guys can get a ticket definitely, to join us open tonight. Yeah, appreciate okay, it. What's up? Yeah. You, you know where to find me uh, on Instagram at the J Jones underscore O five. You got less is more, man. Bald ass less. That's why I'm at everywhere. Holla. Got your boy, Handsome Phenom, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. And thank y'all for joining the gentlemen's Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah.